welcome to episode 44 of Book Off Banter. So first of all, I'd like to say a huge thank you to anyone who voted for us for the Quill Inc. podcast um, nominations? Awards? Anyway, um, thank you so much. We're really grateful. Um, Clearly, I'm such a professional. I totally deserve it. Also, thank you to Ellie, um, one of our listeners who runs Spice Mule. She has sent us some really lovely like quick easy meals um so we got some chocolate cake that you can make in 60 seconds which is like an essential for life and some amazing curry mix which is just like a 10 minute job and really easy meal which every horsey person needs because time's far better spent at stables making a feed with 100 supplements in than making anything passable for my family um (laughs) also we want to thank you so much for all the listener participation <laughs> listener participation, participation. <laughs> that we've had um we really want to make sure that we keep the podcast going in a direction that you all enjoy um poor car has to listen to me bleating on all the time about like we really need to keep it light-hearted what if they're not going to enjoy this um but we asked for some questions and they sort of still seem to be kind of down the advice and um like experiences that we've had so we're going to keep answering the questions that we're getting but if you want it to be a bit more light-hearted like please just let us know send it in what's that whoever shouts loudest gets heard so this is who shouted loudest yeah, last time absolutely. um yeah absolutely yeah <clears throat> so our socials are um book off banter on facebook and instagram and book off banter at gmail.com so anything that you want to see well here because you can't see us um just, just let us know definitely yeah any any contributions any suggestions any feedback any anything we are super grateful to receive and uh yeah brilliant. so we're going to start off with news i had my first lesson back yeah i know i was so damn pleased because it meant that i wasn't going to have to wrestle with the runaway rhino <laughs> that is money money yeah <laughs> Um, who has been having my life because he's like she doesn't I mean I've never particularly strong but really not strong at the minute and Manny has enjoyed exploiting that to the absolute max <laughs> and he's like oh well if you put your inside leg on I'm probably going to take you down the long side in three giant galops so <laughs> yeah I was so keen for Carla to get on him he had a hard time of it because he did exactly the same to Carla, but Carla was a lot less understanding of Manny's desire to have no inside <laughs> leg. Um, and they had a bit of a tussle and Manny agreed that probably okay, inside leg wasn't actually as bad as he had first thought. <laughs> Pancake, on the other hand, you could have knocked me and Carla down with a feather. Like, I think it's a really poor show when your trainer gets on your horse and is like, this feels quite nice. This is this is very strange. Well, my arms aren't hurting. That's really weird. What's happened to him? So I wrote down a few of her pearls because I thought they'll be great for the podcast. Um, <laughs> I just thought I'll not tell her in case she'll stop saying things. Yeah, so her first one was um, when she, she was quite quickly on pan and she said to me, I've got my leg on. I've put my inside leg on to ask him to bend. And fair enough, he's not bending, but he's not freaking out. (laughs) So I was like, 
Small victories everywhere. Small yeah. victories. High praise indeed. Um, and then the next one was, again, she looked at me like open-mouthed and said, I just sat for two to change my diagonal and he didn't lose a shit. What's happened to him? Happy winning. He's obviously just, maybe he's been reading some good books in his downtime or something or listen to some exactly. ambient Zen. music to chill his beans yeah he's gone like maybe he's feng shui his life <laughs> fingers crossed don't, don't question it no don't question it vanny's were um when she got off because i'd put the wrong stirrup leathers on so she had to ride with really short stirrups so she said my legs are shorter my arms are longer and my fingers are numb <laughs> <laughs> was her assessment of Maddie's session well then she doesn't need to work out or go to the gym or do anything this evening just she'll be fine she can just sit on her couch and the full and fresh knowledge that she's had a full body workout exactly a full brain workout she can just she can relax for today <laughs> I like your uh the fact that I think pretty much that was my line was like well that's great because think of how strong you'll be after riding him and You've really yeah. had a, a total body workout. And do you really mind if your fingers are numb? She was like, thanks. That's, yeah. And also, you know, like breaking a good sweat. Yeah. Clear the pores. Exactly. Yeah, all good. All like good. a facial. Just make sure she makes sure she has plenty of water. I yes. just message her there this evening and say, make sure she has plenty of water now. But I think yeah, it's great. Pan was absolutely like incredible. But typical me, I like immediately was like, okay, so... Number one, I was like, he's never going to do it again. This has got to be a one-time wonder, which is a possibility for him. <laughs> Did you video it? No. Did you video Damn any it. of it? No. Balls. Yeah. That's quite disappointing because yeah. he's probably never going to do that again. Yeah. Um, oh. No, I mean, he will. I'm, I'm living in hope. He definitely will do it again, but it would have been <laughs> good to have it on video. Just, <laughs> just, just in case. case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my thoughts are, I was like, I need to work out if it wasn't just like a one-time thing, I need to work out what it is that's made him do that so that I can keep doing it. So my top three like possibilities are that he has been lunged a lot. Yeah. Does that really work for him? So when he came to me, he didn't lunge very well. Like he could lunge, but it was, he wasn't benefiting at all. He was just racing around like an emu. Um, now he lunges really well. Like, does that work for him? He's had a shed load of steroids put into that old injury in his front leg, you know, that has the big swell in either side of the tendon. Yeah. Was that, like, because the vet questioned whether there was some scar tissue that was a bit tight that was causing him a bit of discomfort, but he was never, like, lame or anything. Could it be that? I said to Carla, could it be that he's had a holiday and he's had something niggly and now it's not niggly. And she was like, oh, maybe it's a combination of the three or maybe it's something completely different that I'm not thinking of. So basically, that's what I'm thinking. I think, oh, what can you do? Only carry on. Uh, keep the keep it as, as much the same every day as you can. Um, I mean, should they always thrive on that anyway? So there's no, no wrong answer. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I look forward to seeing if he has, in fact, you know, if you found that sort of sweet spot for him or if he's just basically found a new and interesting way to fuck with you which is like yeah I'm really good and quiet now and then you'll be like in about a week's time you'll be like oh this is amazing then he'll be like ha, 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 okay. you. Yeah, I think so that, would be, that would be the worst because he's shown me now like what he can actually do 
And like, granted, yeah. it's nothing flash on the flat, but it's like, it was, he was so relaxed. Like his eye was softer. Yep. Um, so, yeah. He just wasn't stressed. It's really good though. I mean, it is like, I mean, all we can ever do with him is take it one day at a time and mm-hmm. hope they don't think too much about it overnight. My plan is like, <laughs> I'm going to try and do two lunge a week, one hack and then his lesson. Maybe see if that helps. Yeah, look, you know, he's, he's been a, you said all the way along, you know, he was hard produced because mm-hmm. he's so talented. Like he was hard produced the whole way along. Sometimes just like, I, I have to do this a little bit with Bear. Like I have to do all the hacking and a bit of lunging and I never really go to the well too much with her. Otherwise yeah. her brain just will come out through her eye socket. So maybe he's just, he's had that because he had talent before you had him and he got pushed and pushed. Yeah. And now he's starting to sort of have a different way of life and a different, how long has he been with you now? Two years, I think. So it takes it can take ages for them to just kind of catch up with the news that this is not a yeah drama anymore. Do you know what I mean? So like whatever. I mean, of course we always want to take it apart so we can put it back together and keep it the same. But you know, they're horses and they only ever live in the moment. So obviously, whatever yeah. moment you got them on today was great. And well, you can long live that's the moment. <laughs> yeah, long live the moment and exactly and and just keep going. But it's brilliant for today. It's great yes. news. Good day. Go today. pancake. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. What about you? Very good. <clears throat> um, I I don't have anything very interesting really to to um to share to the news top news section today. I went for a lesson. I can't. I do you know? What? I don't even know what day of the week it is. I don't know. What, I'm so lost in my days. I just like it's like a snowball every day, and then I get to the end and I do it all again tomorrow. So whatever day it was, some time ago, I don't know. In the last ten days, probably. I went for a lesson that was really good. We did um, quite a, not a complicated grid, but like a grid that Bear had would like she wouldn't have done anything quite as um, intense. Isn't the right word physically, as in that she had to pay as much attention to, mm-hmm. um, which was the whole point of it because she doesn't look enough and doesn't slow herself down enough, doesn't give herself a chance. So the grid that we used was really good for that. Um, but she was hilarious, like because it was quite a short, quite a tall, tall short bounce. To, and cantering into it and then it was like two nice normal strikes to an oxer and the first time she went through the bounce she was like she's I was like a equator to like William Wallace from Braveheart it's like <laughs> so she went went through it the first time the second time and she is actually quite careful if she'd let herself be and so she caught a couple of rails and then was like oh hold on shit <laughs> and then started to really like she was really good like a bit like you with pancake oh you actually can do it is it right yeah slowing the body right down and really careful and like pushing off really square behind and ding ding down through the bounce and then two strides to the oxer so the second we get through the bounce that's it we've done the careful taking our time thing now it's oxer time and then it's back to William Wallace <laughs> so I'm like right fine fine um so At yeah she's, she's really good and she, yeah I mean probably <laughs> um, so I went to a show with her yesterday I didn't jump her um I have a lesson booked this week I'm not sure which one of them I'm going to take um I took it to a show yesterday and I I didn't jump her I bought a home I'm gonna reroute her to either something this weekend or I have a lesson booked at the end of the week either so I'll take either her or paint to that I'm not sure I'm a bit up in the air with plans at the minute so it, it, you know it's really a very first world problem to be going through but um she's in great form and she's flying going really well Ping is jumping super Molly is going for her very first ever 
away schooling trip tomorrow. Are you just hiring the next time? I, yeah, um, I have to help a friend of mine jump her horse, and then I've I'm going to bring Molly and I just hold her in hand and let her see the sights. Yeah. But I'll tack her up just, and then at the end, if we're cautious, cautiously optimistic, I'll uh, I'll sit on her and I'll see. I just want to give her a couple of weeks off. So I thought I'd end on this and then give her yeah. a bit of time. So, but she's really nice. Um, jump looks nice, and yeah, they're exciting. It's the first time I've ever had three real nice horses of my own. Yeah. So my news, really, my news is quite dull, but I'm enjoying having them. So I think sometimes with horses, dull news is good news. We have to really aim for the dull. Like, dull is brilliant. I was just thinking, like, I hope <laughs> next time I talk to you, like, all my limbs are intact and everything goes fine, and <laughs> it's really boring, and then I'll be happy. Exactly that. Exactly, yeah. So. All right. So we're gonna move on to some questions that we got sent in. So our first question is from Katie Milford. Her question was, I've always wondered this, but I was a bit embarrassed to ask. I do a lot of flat work with my horse and have a beautiful dressage saddle. I jump in it at home, not big jumps because we're both a bit wimpy at the moment. And I've jumped some teeny cross country fences in it, but I would love to go to a jump clinic. Would they laugh at me if I rode in my dressage saddle? I don't want to buy another one at the moment and I'm happy to jump in it as the fences are small. What do you think? My first thought was, they'll think you're a fucking hero, is what they'll yeah, think. If they won't be able to do it. I said this, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Legend. Absolute yeah. legend. I tried to jump in a dresser shuttle once and I fell off and I very, uh, I Fosbury flopped mm-hmm. out of the arena under the rope <laughs> in a very undignified fashion. So I can't do it, but people can do it and they do do it. Yeah. And I'm a bit the same as you. I'm like, no, superhero. They're not going to laugh at you. They're going to be like, holy crap, I can't do that. Yeah, if they're looking at you, it's more than like, fuck. Yeah, I bet Michael Young can't do that either. So I'm like, big up, go for it. Go for it. Send pictures and have a brilliant time. Yeah. And like, ultimately, there's no point in buying like something if you're not sure that's, you know, that's what you want to do yet. And it's a waste of time, isn't it? Like, so, yeah, just... Is buying something a waste of time, though, ever for a horse? Actually, that's weird. Why did I say that? Yeah, come on now. That doesn't sound like something I would say. No, it's because it's a saddle. It's a big purchase and we have to work up to that. Mm. It was just like a normal. If she was like, should I buy a new Lidro? We'd be like, buy five in yeah. different colours. Yeah, that's what it is. Actually, that's, that's like Carla has just bought that Windrun bit that you've got. She was like yeah. absolutely raving about it. She was like to me, you yeah, need really one. Good. And I said, who the fuck for? Which of my horses are you putting in a Windrun bit? And she was like, good point but honestly they're handy bits to have I was like I don't have a horse that needs it and she was like it's a good bit though yeah I have got to fess up there I like them very much and I find the horses are really good in them but um Bear obviously Bear is quite keen to get on with her job Mm -hmm. Uh, and I had purchased a wind room for her because she's soft-mouthed but Mm -hmm. she's very strong and I um I had the two wheels of death jumping around there last week so we've had to have a change rethink. our bit <laughs> we've had to have a rethink I could set her up for the fences but in between the fences all bets were off it was like some kind of so I, I don't know what it must have looked like it felt terrible um so I don't know they are brilliant though like and if you have a horse that appreciates them they're absolutely super the only problem with them is is that I I well it's not a problem with them it's a problem from my perspective I don't think I should be trusted to be building my own bit mm. Some mornings when I get out of bed, I have problems operating pants. 
that's just me being honest here i have i i need to be like mr bean i need like <laughs> pants with days of the week that would help socks with left and right i'm not good i'm not good so i think trusting me with an allen key and the, yeah. you know a piece of equipment that is potentially going to make or break my existence i just don't feel comfortable with it my number but one said, problem is... there would be that i would put the allen key in a safe place so yeah. like i did this the other day henry came home with two jumpers from school and one had like another boy's name in. And yeah. so I messaged his mum and I said, oh, I've got Harry's jumper. It's come home with Henry. Um, so I'll wash it and I'll send it back in on Monday. Fuck me. And where's Harry's I'm jumper not, now, Katie? I cannot <laughs> find the fucking jumper. Where? I have honestly, I've torn the house apart because more just out of frustration. Where the fuck is yeah. Harry's jumper? Yeah, I don't it's know. very angry making, isn't it? When you've, when you've lost your safe place, yeah. Well, I'm even yeah. more annoyed because I've confessed that I've got it. I, I would have been, I implicated myself there. I'm never it's doing that again. You're holding, it, hold, you're holding it hostage now for some weird <laughs> reason you haven't disclosed yet. <laughs> There's going to be some kind of like, I don't know, demand for something. You can have his jumper back, but I need, I don't know, well, you're going to have to bake me six cherry bakewells and a loaf of bread and I should bring me some jam and I, I'll, I'll see or a horse rug do something good yeah just ransom for like a horse rug or some new boots or something or a window a bit there you go yeah oh well my response to Carla when she said um that she thought that I should buy one and I was like I tell you what you can put one in one of my horses and you can go first and she was like mm, maybe not actually yeah we'll, we'll leave that for now so that's one bit that Ben is not having to buy for now obviously. yeah oh yeah as i said they're absolutely amazing they're absolutely amazing and if they're you know at home in a calm environment they are she's great in it but yeah. when she got out into that big sand arena she was like what <laughs> i can't hear you <laughs> and that was it that was the end of that okay so our next listener question was from rivers eventing adventures and she asked how do i learn to ride it like i stole it i did arena eventing and thought i was going fast through the time section and i really wasn't i'm coming from a purely dressage background and i really want to get better but i'm a control freak we had a lovely rhythm but i didn't allow the speed and i worry that if i let her go fast she will get too flat um I would also love to hear the highlight of your career so far. I think career in my... I'm the same as you. I'm like, what? Career? (laughs) Um, Ben would be like, fucking career. Careering. (laughs) Careering around the place. Out of control. (laughs) So for the first part, I think this is quite a control freaky answer because I am a control freak also. Um, I would probably start with putting poles out at the proper canter stride. So, you know, go on like what you would, a normal jumping stride. So four of your strides. Fuck me, this is hard for me. Like I, my head is like a scrambled egg to like actually channel words. I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna nip in here and I'm gonna sound like an absolute dickhead when I do it. But when I was talking to Keno Connor last week, (laughs) he told me that before you go to a show, the thing you wanna do is throw out two poles on 18 yards, which is like a normal four stride distance. Yeah, one yard landing, one yard takeoff, four of your strides to one to one of the horses, and you want to be hacking down there, 
with the horse, not pulling, not so just relaxed, just lobbing down there. That's his normal counter stride, making four strides easy, and then you're ready to go in the show. Then your counter is good enough. Yeah. So like so hundred percent. I just sorry, I had a bit of name dropping now. Obviously, I just wanted to make myself look cool from it. No, but also that actually helped me because I was really struggling (laughs) to like describe things. I'm really sorry. My brain's really fucked at the minute. Um, So that's what I would do. And then I would probably start to play with like being able to move the canter up a gear and back down a gear. And that would stop the horse from getting completely flat. Like you don't just want to be booling around the arena, like constantly asking for forward open it up a bit and then check that you've still got the brakes and that you can set it up. Sometimes what I used to do was I would put a little course of poles. So you're putting no miles on the legs, but you can work on turning them, keeping them straight, pushing on for a long one, maybe sitting up and having like a shorter distance down one. All those things I think will just check that you've got the response that you need. Make sure your horse is super quick off your legs. So when you say go, it's gone yeah i agree with all of that and you know as i've keep messaging you about this i've, I've done the luciana diniz academy <laughs> <laughs> and it's really good and it's all of this it's all of this this is like her core staples for everything on the basis that as you say you don't want to be putting miles on the horse's legs but you've got to be doing the turns you've got to be doing the rollbacks you've got to be doing the distances but yeah no you're absolutely right um well i mean I think you're right. I don't know if any of us are right, but I think <laughs> I do what you do. I think I think it's um, so. Um, as for how do you ride it, like you stole it? Uh, this is not a practical piece of advice necessarily, and I don't think that I should probably even be handing it out. One of the things that really really helped me uh, when I was eventing, I have ne- I don't do. I'm not brave enough nor skilled enough to do jump off anything with show jumpers because I just don't even want to think about that, especially with Bear. If I let Bear off the handbrake one time, I'll never, ever, 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 ever slow her down again, ever. So jump offs are not something I have a lot of experience with. But when I was eventing, I used to ride racehorses a lot. It was actually out of necessity because I was incredibly poor. And I used to survive on freeze-dried noodles and baked beans. And to afford those freeze-dried noodles and baked beans, I had to ride out racehorses for trainers around the event horses. Um, But it was really good because we used to be riding at different paces all the time and riding work a couple of times a week. And that was really good. The other option, obviously, which... um, Which, again, not practical advice, just come to Ireland... When I went to the last show, I went to Mullingar, um, the guy that owns the place was there. And I was like dithering about something. And he was like, just ride it on. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that sounds like good advice. So I, I recommend that you just take an Irish attitude to it. You need somebody standing ringside, with preferably able to at least fake a slight Irish accent, shouting at you to just ride it on and get on with it. And Oh my God, lot, so. I need that on my phone. Like, I want to record voice, you, yeah, yeah saying just really, like, Irish. Just get like, on with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm having a, like, um, I don't know really if works. I dare, I'll just play them back. <laughs> yeah, fucking get on with it. Just kick it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a good bit of Irish it up, I think, if you want to ride it like you stole it, Irish it up all day long. What would the Irish do and do that? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. What would the Irish do? Yeah, um, my biggest career in the biggest inverted commas ever. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I had to think about that. Sorry. Um, would probably be uh, maybe jumping a fox on Manny. 
I think it's brilliant. I'm so jealous. I think it's like, obviously full of admiration, but I'm a bit jealous because I know I'm going to, I'm, I'm just, I don't think that's something I'm going to, I want to do it, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. So I'm very happy to live vicariously through you. So you have to go keep doing it now. Oh, I hope so. But it was a, such an achievement. Like it was so cool. And like, it's something that you've wanted to do and you did it. Like yeah. you did it. You ticked it off your list and you did it. And that is so cool. Sorry, yeah. it just is so cool. I think it's a hard one actually though, because probably the first one that came into mind was having a good round on pancake when he actually had a refusal in the newcomers and that's so like below what he can do but it just felt such a good round and it felt like he progressed so it would be like a proper toss-up between those two what about you um so I have to interject I don't know nothing I don't have a career I don't haven't achieved anything I just I don't know I've completely can't answer the question I don't think I'll try um but I was about to say I think people like us a little bit we're not so results oriented because we're, mm-hmm. you know, you trying to riding riding horses a lot of the time that are not made horses or that have difficulties or problems and you're trying to juggle family life and this, that and the other around it. And I think you develop a great love for the process, for yeah. the improvements, for the incremental gains that we talked about the last time. I think you just have to, and I think if you have that love for the process and you have that love for the learning, then in its own way, that's that's a victory all the time. Yeah, that's a very philosophical thing for me to say. She's gonna have to get, we're <laughs> um, gonna have to get her a turban, aren't we? Yeah, I'm seriously, my turban days are fast approaching. I think. Um, career highlights. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't do anything. I literally, I can list a lot of times I stayed on something where everybody else might have fallen off it. I have a really impressive list of shit I've broken, as in fractures. That's quite good. Career highlights. When I won my first event. That was pretty good. I well, sorry, my first my first class at an event. I don't know, never know how to say that. Uh, it was 2009. I was riding a horse belonging to quite a long time owner of mine who was very instrumental in things like me meeting my husband and stuff. And she had this really nice black horse with me, five year old. And I did a four and five year old pre novice at an event up by the border. Um, and it was quite cool because he did an okay dressage test. And then they had put the show jumping indoors and everybody lost their shit, but I didn't because I, having sort of always worked in show jumping, which fucking indoors is brilliant. Yeah. And I just went in and rode down. I think he was one of the only clear show jumping. And then he went out in the cross country and he was a little bit green, a bit backward or whatever, but we got him round and he won. I won 80 quid. It was just great. Oh my God. And the owner let me keep the prize money, like what a hero. Um, and my All dad, I hadn't seen my... I see so it was like a, a noodle bean a thought. It was a banquet dinner, man. I'm telling you. I went mad and I had some lemonade as well. Um my dad, I hadn't seen my dad for a really, really long time. Um, and my dad had actually come over that weekend and he was there, which was oh. amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. So I don't know. I mean it's a four and five year old pre-novice in the pissing rain in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't sound like much of a career highlight. Um I can't really think about it. The national championships in 2019 was quite good. I was fourth in the novice freestyle on my show jumper. I was quite happy with that. Um, I think you're on to again. Like it's not necessarily results, is it? It's just no. It's the process. Yeah. It's those little moments where you go. Like I've had a couple of rounds with Bear where I've been like, oh my god, you're so fucking cool. Or like the fact that um, you produced that like, lush pony that's gone on and done like amazing things. Alf, yeah, Alf is the man, and he was. He was hilarious. He was just such a funny pony, but he, I didn't, I knew he was decent, like, but I didn't maybe think he was going to be like that, but he just, he's just been really good. So yeah, I've had a lot of, um, 
I've been really, really proud and really honored to have been a part of his journey. So it's been, even though it was only a small part. Um, so it was, it's been really, really nice to watch him going on. So that's kind of nice too. And I had a horse that I produced that was an absolute bastard. I just don't have another word for him. Um, that was a horse that hung me in the tree at the RDS qualifier by the throat that time when I had to fight with a paramedic. He went on to do two young rider European championships for Italy. And again, like you, I never, like you can never take credit for these things because you only rode the horse. I mean, well, that one I rode the horse at its worst. Yeah. Um, but being able to have at least kept it, well, trained it a bit, I suppose, enough to be sold on to the next person who was very good. And then the horse has gone on to do really well. It's nice to have been part of it yeah um, it's nice to be part of a horse's history so again it's all more about the process than about the actual results um so yeah on oh, my book actually that was quite good oh that was quite good I'm gonna stop now in a minute I was, look I've suddenly got loads of things I want to tell everybody um I did my <laughs> all these things I've done yeah um, yeah yeah no I do I know I wrote I wrote I, I say I wrote a book I didn't I used to write for a website called Eventing Connect and they were based in Canada and I was very lucky to have the opportunity there and in the first lockdown, um, they allowed me to put together a compilation of articles that I had written for them into a book format, which I did, um, and a few other bits and bobs that I had done, uh, blogging and writing for various websites and stuff. And we self-published it on Amazon. And it was really good because it very briefly went bestseller in three categories. But I have to fess up oh, here. Like, what the two of the categories... Oh, no, wait now. Two of the categories were, were, were like quite good. It came in ahead of Tony McCoy's book for a very brief period because I, I begged all my followers to buy it. So for about a week, it did really well. And then it went, it bombed, which is fine. But in the third category, it, um, it was something to do with like horse care or something like that. Um, and in second place behind my book was like a thousand glitter stickers of ponies. I <laughs> totally would have bought the sticker glitter, the glitter sticker ponies book. I totally would have bought that instead of my book. So like that would have been great for ping. It would have been really good. So I'm probably that's probably my biggest life achievement is coming is... in uh, uh, as a bestseller ahead of that book on Amazon. I think that's probably my best. My, I think that I'm going to have to just that's going to have to be it. That's my yeah. highlight. Fair play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know in the presence of greatness here, like <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god he's scraping the barrel of life i really am just scraping the barrel of life you are not scraping you beat glitter pony tattoos i will not have i will not have you downplay that you jump around a fox hunter i'm sorry in the cool stakes you're so far ahead i totally so disagree um okay so our <laughs> next one full stop bickering um is from child pony sleep repeat and she said, um, if you had to swap one of your horses with each other, which of the other person's horse would you pick and why? I like this question. I, uh, you, you can, go for, I'm always talking, go for it. No, you go for it. I'm always talking. You can feel free to like pass on mine. <laughs> Just be like, you know what? Or oh, Molly. No. I can highly recommend Molly. Um, I think I would probably, is your Molly colder or hot? uh it, like in terms to ride like mm, yeah she's pretty sharp she's pretty sharp now she's she's better she's a lot better than she was she's she's sharp enough now yeah like we ha she's one of those ones you want to keep keep her undercooked do you know what i mean don't you know that's that's why i'm giving her a bit of a breakdown now because she just can get a bit bit sharp and a bit lit up about stuff she's very excited when she learns something new and then i'm like no just calm down it's boring and then she can be a bit humpy and a bit plungy and a bit cold so mm, right okay you said a bit cold i'm gonna go bare I love the name Bear. Yeah. 
and bear reminds me a little bit of pan like from what you've talked about mm. and i i like them hot so yeah like whenever carla's that's, talking that's to me her. about someone else's horse you know she'll be like either you'd like it, it's super sharp like this is her kind of assessment yeah. of what or like oh it's a lovely horse you'd hate it because it's cold um so i'm gonna say bear Bear, yeah, Bear is busy enough now. Uh, that's the other thing with Molly is, like I said, she's sharp to ride, right? But like in her general life and in her demeanor and everything, she's so calm and so chill. Like we, Charlie, mind. Charlie forced me to buy a, a new paddling pool the other day because he's killed the last one, and it's like this like sort of very creative thing with pictures of dolphins and I don't know crabs or whatever on it. And all of the other horses were like, it's in the stable yard. So all the other horses were like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And Molly just walked straight up to it, head in, had a good old drink, <laughs> pushed a few floaty toys around with her nose. I was like, cool. Very sharp. Like, she's just class. She's just class. She's such a professional in the ring. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I could talk about how amazing she is all night long. So who do you I'll think stop. I would prefer? Like, who do you think I would get on with better of those two? I, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't, I'd love to see you ride Ping. I'd love to see you ride Ping because she's such a jumper. Like she's the proper fucking, you know, yeah. the big forearm and the bendy middle and the big back legs and the whole lot. I'd love to see you ride her and just see like, like just see someone else enjoy her because she's fun. But yeah. I would never recommend you took her to a show because she'll, that, that just doesn't really work out. It was <laughs> down the avenues of herself and Belinda are kind of well aligned on these things. I think. What put me off I've about Ping? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got all this talent, but I don't it. know. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I'd say you'd knock the most crack out of Bear because Bear just is the most crack. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. You just she's 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 already like got it going on. So you don't, and she's easy to ride in terms of. I mean, she's not so easy to keep a lid on her, but she's easy to ride physically. Like Ping, as we were talking earlier, Ping is like Manny. She's big and she's physical and there's just a lot going on and I'm just really too small for her. Yeah. Whereas Bear is like 15 too and she's got so much kinetic energy of her own that you literally just, you don't really need to put your leg on or anything. So it's quite nice. I get down off her looking reasonably normal, but I get off Ping looking like I've yeah. been in the sauna and then had a big physical fist fight with someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm all about sweating that. and I'm kind of purple. No, yeah, yeah. I think Bear. Yeah, Bear's, Bear's coolest. Who do you want? Um, so Bear in mind, in... I could well send it over to you, depending on the day you catch. You know, me. you know who I'm taking. You know who I'm <laughs> taking. I've just I, bay horse, like big forearm. I'm in. I'm in there like swimwear. I don't care how much of a dick he is. I love him. I love pancake. I'm team pancake all the way. All those pictures you sent me, and he's like got his little knees up under his chin, and I'm like, you could be the devil incarnate, and I would still love you to the end of time. He's just the coolest horse. They definitely when we talk it always reminds me of pancake when you talk about bear so i feel like yeah yeah i think that i think they're a good swap for us <laughs> um. swapping hot bay hot bay horses not neither is there any further on at all but <laughs> <laughs> no i honestly i think you missed a trick molly's the best horse on the yard here i reckon you're molly little molly yeah <laughs> yeah you're in a bit yeah. of trouble yeah that's it though isn't it all right, so we've got time for one more. We will try and do another one with the rest of the questions, but um, Krista thinks she's going to be clubbed to death by um, anyone who follows Mum's Net. I've decided to go with this question yeah. just because I want to see where she takes this. Um, You're happy to get me for me to get beaten to death. That's, that's reassuring. <laughs> Thanks. Well, then I'm going to take care. 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but then you'll have two hot bay horses. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> true. Um, so this is from Life on 10 Acres. And she said, I'd love to know how you guys balance pony life and mum life, which for a start is actually saying that we balance it. Um, this like, is it. This is give it. it to me real. How hard is it? When do you get riding again? You can't handle the truth. When do you get riding again after a baby? Um, are you allowed to tie up toddlers for 45 minutes while you ride? No filters, no gloss. Give it to me straight. Okay. So I'll quickly, I'll go through it quickly and then we'll actually answer it like maybe properly. Um, how we balance it, we probably don't really. And don't. definitely lean it in the side, lean towards the pony life more than the mum life give it to yeah. me how hard is it fucking ridiculously hard it's the hardest thing you've ever done in your entire life and then infinite infinity that yeah it's just ridiculous you can't stop it's a bit like horses if you stop to think about how dangerous it is you wouldn't do it <laughs> so i can only tell you that if i stopped to think about how hard it was i would need to be taken away in a straight jacket and i'm probably close enough to that as it is about <laughs> over egging that so <laughs> yeah when do you get riding again after a baby i would say more than how much pain you can cope with it's how much of a sleep depriving hooligan your baby is because with henry i think it was about two years um because he didn't really allow me to be separated from him or ever sleep sebastian much more civilized so that was three weeks actually and also how much of an uncivilized brute your horse is um luckily i had ohio so i got back on after three weeks after a section felt pretty good i think i was trotting a few days later manny i waited another two weeks for i suppose as well if you have a normal birth it depends what state your fairy's in doesn't it yeah i think section is the way to go that's one thing that i i'm gonna get there's gonna be so many reasons why I'm gonna incur the wrath of the do it. Do it. Now. I'm just gonna start and just stay going because she said she wants honesty. Um, in my opinion, and I, I know that we've talked about this and we're on the same page, a C-section is is the way to go. Horsey girls having operations, it's not a thing, it's just a whatever. Okay. I mean, like obviously, if you snap your tib fib or whatever, that's a bit inconvenient, but a section is fine, it's fine, it's not a whole lot worse than you know, you've done no stirrups November or whatever. It's not a whole lot worse than that. Your abdominals are a bit wanked for a while, but um, I don't want to know about tears or episiotomies. I don't want to know about it. No. Just no. I just don't want to know about it. I'm sorry. I can't. My heart honestly breaks for women because it is a huge issue um, down the line um, after having had a child and... Anyway, also, God, you turn the show into something X-rated. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people like, have a lot of problems after things like episiotomy and stuff, and I always feel terribly sorry for those ladies because it is a very big price to pay. I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm just saying it's a huge price to pay. Yeah. Also, my thoughts now um, with C-section is I didn't want one the first time because I thought it was going to slow me down, but like for getting back on a horse, but. Um, if you get it a week early and Henry was two weeks late, like I look at it as I saved myself three weeks with Seb. Yeah. Maths. I don't know that the doctors obviously would sell it quite like we are, but f- 
from like a horsey perspective, yeah. So that was about the riding bit. Um, are you allowed to tie up toddlers for 45 minutes while you ride? I mean, if you've got a strong enough rope, I suppose. Henry would have gnawed Depends. his way through very quickly, I should yeah. imagine. Toddlers are pesky, aren't they? Like They're so fun, though. They're hilarious. Because um, they just they're want fi- to be involved. I'll tell Charlie- you what, though. You'll get no better way to bomb-proof your horse than having <laughs> a toddler. Because... I once did a blog about this. Like, so Belinda was the spookiest, typical warm blood bell end of a horse, right? Pre Henry. And then I realized that my capacity for her shit massively diminished after having Henry. And I think she kind of knew that. And so one day we hired an arena and to keep Henry happy, he found a lunge whip. And he was just braying jumps with this lunge whip. And I was completely ignoring him because he was happy. And Belinda was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, so I just keep going. And in the past, I would have been leveled after about 30 seconds of that, like going on. So maybe don't tie them up and just use them as like a prop. A prop, yeah. I mean, that's what we do with toys, with the tractors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not the little ones, obviously, but I mean, like you know, the ride on tractors for outside and things. Yeah, they make really good jump jump fillers. Yeah, really practice pretty good. Um, uh, for me, um, Charlie learned to walk on on or around his first birthday. Um, but prior to that, he had learned to climb, and the only thing more difficult to contain than a than a walking toddler is a toddler who seems to have some kind of um, Spider-Man DNA happening. And I don't know why, because no offence to my husband, but neither myself nor my husband are athletic types of build. So I don't know where this Spider-Man child came out of, but he would have climbed a flat wall and that was problematic for things like containing him. Containment was difficult. Toddlers are brilliant though. They're so much crack. Oh, he was so fun. Like, and I, I, yeah, I so often wish that I could just go back in time just to relive a moment i don't wish him forward or back you know, like i'm delighted every day where he's at but i wish sometimes i could just go back and relive a moment and relive it more and it is such a cliche thing like they always say oh enjoy it they grow up so fast oh and it's God, like oh it's fuck true. off doreen i'm trying really hard to manage the house the yard <laughs> work my husband my child i'm trying so hard to juggle it all and i haven't had time to eat for two days now and you're pissing and whining at me about enjoy it, enjoy it. But I hate to give credit to Wingy Doreen, but she's right. Um, yeah. Because like I said, now I have these moments where I'm like, I just wish I could go back and do that again. And then you become Doreen, don't you, though? Because like, yes, Doreen said it to you and you're like, fucking give us break. Like now you've put pressure on me to fucking enjoy something that is actually not enjoyable. killing yeah. me. Killing like, me, killing yeah. me. Yeah, like I haven't eaten, I haven't slept, like I've forgotten which is the accelerator and which is the brake on my fucking car. Like, you did do that, yeah. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Doreen, look here now. Like, I'm not enjoying this. I am surviving it at best. Yeah. Some days barely we're scraping not survival. Really. Yeah, not really. But then yeah, actually, it's, it, it's gone. Like, and you're... 
Yeah. And do you know what? If anything, actually, my friend had to give me a bit of a check the other day because I was like, he's growing up too fast. He's growing up too fast, like with Seb. And she was like, you're not enjoying him because you're so stressed that how fast it went with Henry. And you're, you know this time how quick it's going. So you're like, oh, my God. And I was like, it's true because it does. And, and that's kind of what I would say is like for all we're like having a crack about how fucking horrific it is and, and it is it, really, it, and it is horrific and it it's is. just it is yeah it's equally yeah. like I think for me anyway I can only speak for me it's been the best thing because I am massively like an overthinker and I overanalyze everything and I'm like a control freak and a perfectionist and it's almost divided me so that I can't do that so much like I still do and I always will but like the horses have to more fit in with stuff because I have the child children now actually I forgot about the other one um and the same like the children have to just sometimes fit in with the horses and it's like listen wind your neck in like I've I've got to do this with the horse and that's the end of it like and I kind of think it stops me from being all about obsessy with the details yeah 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 yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, like, sometimes I think to myself, like, God, like, there's times poor Charlie where, like, you know, he puts up with, you know, because we're so busy and my husband's away so much. And we're always arsing or just horses or cows or some fucking thing going on. And he's just like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. That's what we're doing now. That's fine. And sometimes I'm like, is that appropriate? Is that fair? But it is our life. And he is growing up in our and he doesn't, you know, he gets everything that he needs and everything that I can give him and do for him. And I, you know, I do my best, but. I don't know. The only God, it's gone a really fucking somber turn here now. It's supposed to, I was like, oh, I can make this funny. I could not make this funny. Um, <laughs> the <true>. only <laughs> it is. Look at it. It's like depression central around here now. <laughs> Growing up so fast. It's so hard, but then it's gone and you wish it was hard still. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it, it's just a shit show until it's over. And then when it's gone, you wish it was back. But however, however. Um, in terms of how do we do the balance I can speak for both of us we we don't there is no balance it's just winging it from start to finish it's just winging it like there is no a lot of the time with kids and I think it's something I find hard I'm sure you do too as you just said you can't really plan you could have a plan Mm -hmm. but you can't plan down to the finite details there's a lot of similarities with having horses and having children like you know, when you get that vet's bill yeah. and like the fucking saddler's screwed you over for a couple of grand and the fucker's pulled a shoe off the day before a show. And you're like, why? Why? Like, think of the money, yeah. think of the time. Like, but then equally, your life wouldn't be quite as chaotically, manically fun. And that's kind of what it's like. Well, we I call think it rich. Our lives wouldn't be as rich. <laughs> mm, rich rich is maybe stronger than i'm prepared to go krista but um <laughs> so i feel like if you put both of them together it just amps the shitness but sometimes the good up is it a balance do you think no <laughs> it's a juggling do you think on a universal do you think we're asking for it like on a universal yes. scale do you think we're just asking for it and therefore we shouldn't winch about it i think exactly that it's like if you is there a saying like if you knock on the someone's door or something is it a devil's door knock on the devil's door and someone answer 
I don't even know if that's a real saying, actually. Like, I pretend she have just made that Going to visit my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I think we're looking for trouble. And... I think so. We're going to find Nature it. abhors a vacuum, you know, and if you're bumbling along through life and everything is going well, nature abhors a vacuum, it's a definite rule. And if you're like, you know, there's nothing really there to occupy you. It's like me. I was going through life, going off to be the next Lucinda Green. I was. I was on track. I just had one way event, got married. Everything was going great. It's gone too well. I had a baby. Had mm. a metaphobia. Had a puking baby. <laughs> Boom. Fucked. Fucked. Are you the sort of fucked. person, though, that like... If everything's kind of geeing along okay, you're like, I need, I'm going to add something in here. Because Ben no, always I used says to be that's the kind what of person we do. When, when everything was going well, I used to get really nervous. Now I don't, I don't even think about it anymore. I can't, I just can't. I just, everything is going well and I'm doing my best to just keep it going. A bit like you with Pancake, to be honest. You're just doing your best to keep it level. Close your eyes going. and fingers don't crossed. Question it too much. Yeah, I used to be like really, um, yeah, but now I'm just going with whatever. And I that's just the good feel thing, like, as you say, having kids, you just do. Yeah, roll with the punches. Life's just <laughs> eternally rolling with the punches. Yeah, no, I just yeah. feel like for us, like we can be barely scraping by. And it's like, I know, we'll add in this like other thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. And yeah. then like, and then you're kind of like, what the fuck did we do that for? Like we were barely, like barely keeping it together. And it doesn't matter what it is, we will always like, and that's in every aspect of our lives, I think we'll just keep adding shit in until we can't cope, I reckon. I bought two unbroken, like unbroken, like wild Mustangs last summer. I, why? Who knows? I don't know. I felt I needed them, clearly. Yeah. So my lorry to pay for them and my Sandarina, here we are. And as it happened, I mean, they're amazing and I adore them and they're so much fun. Um, but at the same time, as you said, I had two older horses. I was already busy and I had the child yeah. and husband's away a lot. And we've a haulage business and drive the lorries and doing all the things. And no, no, get these two completely wild horses that you can't get there. I think good. there's people good like us and then there's like normal people who would think, yeah, this is enough. And their oh, life I've... must no. seem like... Things must seem more manageable. Have you ever had a period though? Like, have you ever had a period of time though, like where you're you're busting your balls and with horses and with a child, and you're working really hard to make it all fit, and it's just so hard, and you're doing it, and you're doing it, and it's grand and everything, but you're you're just it's just so hard. It's so hard. And do you ever just sit there of an evening and think, like, I wish I didn't have any ambition. It's not that I wish I don't have horses, but I wish that. I wasn't so focused on this thing and have children mm-hmm. as well because I'm I always feel like I, I put not enough of anything into everything 100%. like I, I wish I was one of those moms that just literally was dedicated to having children and and was like a proper mumsy mom my yeah. husband lives on fucking tv dinners I don't eat like meals I can't be arsed to cook. I don't have time to cook dinner anymore because of the child and the also feral mustang <laughs> I don't have time to cook dinner I could just buy him dinners in the shop. I'm like, here, eat that whenever you want it. Good luck. Yeah. I used to painstakingly make that poor man, you know, spaghetti bolognese from scratch. <laughs> I used to make him like apple crumble. I used to, oh, it was a proper, I was a good wife. I was. I used to tend lovingly to washing his clothes and stuff. Now, could uh, just fend for yourself, love. <laughs> fend, do your best. And I wish though, but you know what I mean? Like how, how much am I missing? Like how much 
I don't want to say the word. I don't. You said not to use that word. Rich. How much richer would my lived experience be if I wasn't so, you know, like obsessed with horses and wanting to go jumping and wanting to go training and wanting yeah. to do this, that, and the other? Like, wouldn't it be such a more peaceful life to just want to be a mom? It would be great. Like, and think about that. You could go to fucking Barbados and all sorts of shit. Like, oh, just to you know finish it off on a really depressing level because. I felt like we were doing too well there. The only other thing, <laughs> the only other thing I reckon is like, is the guilt, isn't it? Mum guilt, like touching on what you said of, you wish that you, you, you want to do it all. That's the thing. I think that's, that's probably the overriding thing is you care so much about all of those things. Like I care so, so much about my horses I should have put my children first there for sure. I care so, so much about my children. I care so, so much about them, my horses. And I want to be perfect for all of them. And I want to give all of them 100%, but there isn't enough percents. And that's really hard. It is really hard. But one thing I do have to say is that it is really important. And it's only something that, I mean, I feel like all the time on this podcast, all I ever do is go, well, that's the joy of getting older. Because I'm like, (laughs) clearly some kind of, granny slash turban wearing oracle um i do think it's important for mums to try and factor in uh two things one a little bit of self-care and two a little bit of self-appreciation because if you actually sat down and took apart what it is we try and do every day well i'm a bit of a train wreck i'm a bad example you then mums like yourself you know who are juggling a lot of stuff and doing it really well you know we never ever stop and go you know someone else might not be able to manage all of this because we're so focused on how much we're fucking up trying to manage all of this yeah we never stop to go well this is actually a lot like it's okay to be struggling to do this because it's already like ridiculous amounts of stuff to do and a lot of the stuff with kids and with with husbands and things is that it's not fun i hate laundry i hate a dishwasher i hate cooking i fucking despise the bastarding henry hoover one because i hate hoovering and two because he will not stay on his wheels and go around (laughs) corners like a civilized hoover he's just a fight all the time with him so that's double whammy why i hate the hoover it's not fun you know when you get to go out and do stuff with the horses yeah i hate mucking out i really do but i still it's still part of caring for my horse so i'm like happier mucking out my horse yeah than I am putting my husband's clothes through the laundry. And that's probably not a very good thing. But like, we have so much shit on our plates and, I, and, and a lot of it is not fun. There's no real incentive. A lot of it is just dutiful crap and there's no reward for it. There's no return for it. You just have to do it because that's your job. And we get so stuck and focused on that and on how much we ha- are fucking everything up and how much we're failing. And, and we never stop to go, well, hang on a minute. This is some superhuman crap we're doing right here. And yeah. it, it takes, it's hard. And we have to remember remember to do that. And like, at the end of the day, you feel like you've maybe could have been a better parent to your child, but your child's still looking at you like you're the best thing in since sliced bread. Because thankfully, you're its only mother and it doesn't know any fucking magic. Thank fuck for that. Do you know? Seriously. Um, you know, I think you're fine until they start comparing parents. I mean, when that starts happening, I'm a bit screwed. But do you know, like it's, you just have to cut yourself a bit of slack and you have got to occasionally even if your partner's coming home, they're tired or whatever, hand the baby over to them for an hour. Go and get in the bath. Go and put your feet up. Order yourself something nice online. Just, you know what? Take care of yourself. Because yeah. it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's hard. God, I'm full of wisdom this evening. You are. 
That's yeah. my child crying, actually. He Aww. was with my husband because I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. He was dealing. Well, I mean, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is someone asking a question. What is it like? Well, here you go. This is almost like we planned this. Jill. It is real time experience. This is perfect. This is, um, I feel like this is like sound effects. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stop pressing the button on the keyboard, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's real. But you know, it is real. That's how it is. Yeah. That's how it is. And I mean, Carla. You are? Yeah. Okay. So, sorry that we had a little brief. Um, intermission there um, while Ben made set of a bottle um, that kind of just sums it up really doesn't it nothing yeah. ever goes nothing can be planned nothing is how you think it's going to be everything has slightly unusual detours and curveballs hurled at you yeah it's literally it is the best thing you will ever do but simultaneously especially if you're trying to do it with horses the hardest and some days the absolute shittest thing you can ever do like that's it's never about the child the child is always amazing the child is always perfect the child is always wonderful and very special always 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 the child is always the good bit I always say this now the child yeah. is the good bit it's everything else you're trying to juggle around it like the basseting Henry Hoover that keeps getting cast and husband's he's getting cast any child to any parent is the most amazing thing it's just trying to reconstruct your life around it is it's basically like crap man it just is and I'm being honest but I'm not saying don't do it I'm just saying be prepared that's yeah. all the child think, best thing ever the life hard be prepared actually I'll just I'll wrap this up we've we've really I mean clearly it's just an emotional su- subject for both of us <laughs> just for all you like listeners who are sensible and just want to keep it to the horses something I have learned from having Seb who thinks it's great sport to do the most explosive diarrhea at 8 30 when we leave for school at 8 30 and it reaches like basically ear height um elbow grease fairy liquid stuff if you rub that onto a stain and then wash with nappy sand fucking incredible for stains so just for like nice job. it'll work on saddle pads that's what i'm yeah i, I yeah white saddle pads yeah. it's incredible i tried it just washing it with nappy sand because someone had said that was really good for white breeches which is why i had it in the first place and on a stain i can say that without the rubbing it with the elbow grease fairy liquid stuff didn't work so there you go hope Watch that helps liquid is like yeah, washing up liquid is king though, isn't it? Especially for like greasy minging horses and stuff, it's king. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I always use perfectly prepared equine shampoos. I, oh, I never use fairy liquid on my horses. I use star so drops. Nice. <laughs> What's star drops? Um, like, we don't have that. What's that? Um, It's like, I probably shouldn't even admit to it. I think it's like some sort of household cleaner. It's, it's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like Katie uses ace laundry bleach <laughs> on her horses. <laughs> I think it's like fairy liquid on steroids. Um it's the bomb. Like honestly, it's it's the best stuff ever. Yeah, I must look out for that. Yeah. Definitely. I'm really Mine are still standing. Just, yeah, I'm lucky with Pink because Pink is very much self-cleaning grey horse, but apart from oh. the chalk, the multicolored chalk that's still in her tail from the unicorn episode. But to be honest, um, that's a pro. Which, 
Who wants that to come out? Well, I was, I'm thinking of taking for a lesson the, like, next week because I've said of a lesson before Friday. I'm thinking of taking Ping and I'm like thinking of maybe putting some more chalk in her tail. For sure. Okay, should we move on to Wanker of the Week? Mine is a really, really quick. So I was arguing with Ben because I'm not going to get into it, but I want him to buy a caravan. And um, he, not for him to live in, like... Um, I'm sorry. Why, why, why are you, uh, why do you want a caravan when you've got a lorry? I think that we should sell the lorry and have a caravan as well. No, as- fucking no. I sold my lorry last year. And whilst I'm very grateful for the lovely sound of my arena, I'm now trawling through Dundee trying to find myself another lorry because no, I'm no. so fucked up without a lorry. Don't. I want a lorry, but like without living. So our lorry, oh, see, but this is what I'm doing actually. Yeah, I'm, this is what I'm doing as well. Our lorry is so long that Ben can only reverse it in down a half mile drive that includes a tight bend down a hill over a bridge oh, no. and up a steep hill. And Ben willingly oh, no. does it. But anyway, oh, no. so I there are multiple reasons I think this would be good. Ben refuses, and partly because it's going to cost him money. Fair enough. Um. So anyway, I was trying my best to persuade him like I do that my idea was the best idea and he was saying how often would I actually use all the different individual elements of my idea so so I said to Ben how many weekends are there in a year and he said 52 and I said 52 yeah no there's 52 weeks in a year and Ben looked at me and was like I'm waiting. I was like, yes, Ben. I see what happened there. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and that really didn't help my argument, I don't think, at that moment for me to come across. Because I was being quite like, sarcastic. like I thought I was right. And I was like, no, Ben, there's 52 weeks in a year. Obviously didn't strengthen the case of me having sensible ideas. But so anyway, go back back to that. What? Why? The why are you? What? So you're just gonna? What are you, are you gonna do? So, okay, <laughs> no words are coming out of my mouth. A lot of noises are coming out. No actual words. Okay, so let me start again. I had my very beautiful, much loved three horse lorry with living that I managed to pick up as a bargain basement situation off an auction site online, which nearly resulted in a divorce but I had my lorry and I figured if he kicked me out I had somewhere to live now so it was great but the living was brilliant but a lot of the time I wouldn't even really use the living mm-hmm. and I was only able to take three horses which I realized you know I mean god how first world are we I could only take three horses to the show but it was a massive pain in the bollocks because you couldn't work under the roof you had to take a horse off because you hadn't got room to move partitions over blah, blah blah so I'm a bit like you now I'm like right five horse day living grand because I can stick a camp bed in there like not so much yourself because you have the two boys and I have to go choose my own my husband has no interest in it so I don't have to factor in bringing family with me mm-hmm. so like day living camp bed somewhere to put the tax somewhere to put the feed loads of room for the horses winning this is my like I don't need the living I can I can slum it I can do it and I'm thinking like extension cable in through the window for hookup golden sorted so is your plan then something similar so you've got more room for the horses less living shorter lorry and a caravan yeah so if you do that then will you be able to drive forwards up your drive yeah with your caravan 
Yeah. You would be able to do that. Because our well, lorry. Well, then I might have to support your idea. Our lorry's like a 49 foot rigid without the turny back wheels. Yeah. So yeah. because so a car. swing is massive. Exactly. Like, yeah. um, and we're only just like so painfully close to being able to get in front ways, but we just can't without smashing down. And the neighbor did accuse us once of damaging the integrity of his wall. Oh, oh no. I didn't actually know walls had integrity, but um, I don't think his has any left. <laughs> <laughs> it's no integrity and now it's dignity has gone as well. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, well, then I can't, I don't know, I can't argue against. What's his argument against it? Probably one, that it's going to cost us money. Two... Not necessarily, not necessarily. Like Two, well, I mean, that he thinks that um our lorry is so so reliable and he gets nervous like you know that they're so quirky a lot of them and three he doesn't like caravans he has like a honest to god a rational hatred for them it sounds like his problem (laughs) like my ideas are clearly the best ones here Yes, that's not his problem. That's a him problem. That's not you problem. Like, yes, no. I don't you know how many sitting in his caravan. Exactly. Well, get him a satellite dish or something. Like, do like get him so he can watch his football or whatever. He's in. Do you get, get him a satellite dish and get him a. Once he's sat in that caravan and he's living it up and he's got his feet up. I'm not giving he's got up. His soccer on the telly. I'm. I don't think, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to. In true horsewoman, can't justify <laughs> anything to anybody. Fashion. I'm going to have to defend to death. Now you're right to have a. It's a good idea, isn't it? It's a genius idea. Yeah, 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 definitely. A friend of mine, they hire a caravan. They bring the two horses, if it's a staying away show, they'll bring two horses in the trailer. Yeah. They don't bring more than two. And they they hire a caravan. And they have a great time in their caravan. So, I mean, that sounds a bit dodgy. But, you know, like (laughs) they're they're living well in the caravan. They're fine. (laughs) So, you know, what harm? Like, you'd be fine. I'm keeping working on it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna never ask like a question that I don't know the answer to, like how many weeks are there in a year? Because it just didn't Probably strengthen Google my it case. first. Yeah, I think I will. I think that was my fall down there. And I'm not gonna make that mistake again. All right, so what's your wanker of the week? My wanker of the week, um I don't like um putting my child forward for such a thing because although sometimes he can behave like a bit of a dick um he's 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 fabulous he's fabulous but yes so my child loves water he does he loves water and obviously with COVID and stuff all the pools have been closed and I didn't really probably realize how much he was missing that um pre-COVID we used to go to the beach and we used to go to the lake and stuff and he would always end up in it but that was like during the summer and it wasn't so bad and I just knew that he liked water he won't take swimming lessons he doesn't want to be taking instruction from anybody um he's my child but he loves being in water and it really centers him and it, when he's been swimming or whatever like he'll pass out asleep yeah. and he, he you know which is not normal for him he just really benefits from it um I feel I've made a point adequately now I should move on uh, <laughs> so we went to <laughs> it was absolutely one day last week it was absolutely pissing with rain like proper steroids like absolutely pissing with rain black sky a bit windy like completely minging weather and I had foolishly said tomorrow if the weather's not too bad we'll go to the lake with the dogs and then tomorrow arrived and it was this shit show of weather um 
oh, brilliant, let's go to the lake with the dogs. I'm like, have you looked out the window? And he's like, no, we're well, let's go, let's go. So, I, you know what? I don't want to deter the chap. So I was like, <laughs> right, fine. So, like, I packed up the car and I swear it was like Sir Edmund Hillary going on an expedition because I knew, I knew what was going to happen. I knew. So we have spare shoes, spare everything, clothes, towels, plastic bags, like the whole lot because it's raining so hard on the, on the way to the lake. We get to the lake, that's fine. And uh, pull into the car park. And to my great surprise, I thought we'd be the only ones there. No, there were loads of people there. I, like, obviously, this is the thing you do when it's pissing with rain. You go to the lake. There was even a man on a boat out on the water in the pissing rain fishing. So, I mean, I know, like, it rains a lot in this country, but I don't know that it's necessary to embrace it to that extent. So, th- randomly, there were two, I presume, doctors of some sort, like, in scrubs, Right, okay. stethoscopes around the neck in the car park, and I'm like, "Paul, oh, what happened?" But then this other woman came. I this sounds like I dreamt it, but I swear <laughs> to God, it's true. It, it sounds like bit. I, I t- it sounds like I, I sounds the like you had a knock school. to the head. <laughs> yeah, took a couple of disco biscuits, and here we are. No, it really happened. So these these two doctors, a man and a woman, and they're in scrubs, and they've got their stethoscopes around the neck. And then this other woman comes along, and she's she's got a heap of helium balloons, like in her hands like gold numbers like I don't they were like it was like a one and a nine and a some I don't know something obviously it was COVID helium balloons bright like glittery gold balloons and then two children this is real. I know it sounds mental it's true anyway <laughs> these two 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 children and then there was like tons of swans everywhere because there's lots of angry swans in this lake and then there was a man in a Labrador and I was standing in the middle of all of this and I was like okay I mean this is fine it's like we'll just go a different we'll go away from all of these people I have no still have no idea what the heat what the helium balloon people were doing but there was also someone doing something with water paints and there was a man like a, a press photographer and they were all doing something together I, I can't imagine what but anyway we'll go the other way so I'm shooing Charlie away from whatever fucking nonsense is happening in the car park and, and off we go and it's fine and, and he goes down into the first little bank of the lake it's like there are like beaches nearly yeah there's some like spots where you can go down and you know we occasionally take the horses there and stand them in the water when we're feeling particularly <laughs> suicidal <laughs> let's go and train the horses to go into water today <laughs> um <laughs> it's always great um so he went down to the first one that was fine he was splashing about and then the next one he went a bit further and we walked on a bit and then he went in a bit further and the water went over his wellies a bit and I'm like right okay no look let's, let's go back towards the car let's go back because I, I know what's coming so we go back towards the car but then we go past the car and past the fucking still continuing nonsense with the balloons and the children and the and then we meet the earlier people with the Labrador and my little black Patterdale terrier decides it's going to try and take out this man's Labrador and that was I was dealing with that and when I turned around the child had gotten into the lake and was sitting up to his chest in the water having the time of his life it is pissing with rain howling a gale it's like I don't know very cold and I'm dealing with the dog fight and I turn around and the child is in the water he's in the water and I was like what, what are you doing and he's like oh I just wanted to get in the water I'm doing look at me I'm doing it I'm like, we didn't, you're not meant to be doing that. We came to go for a walk. I don't, why? But I had half knew it was coming. So I managed to eventually, because he used to do this thing where he'd go out into the water and it was very dangerous. He's lucky he didn't die, but he wouldn't come back. <laughs> that was said in such a chip. He'd just stand there. 
yeah he'd just stand there and i'd be like come on get out the water and i'd be standing there and like i don't know like do you bury deck sheets or something fucking nobby like that and he'd be like he'd know i wasn't going anywhere near the water so he'd be like no <laughs> just get out and be like no so yeah um eventually got him out but then you know he sounded like it was like compo from last of the summer wine like the wellies were full of water and he was squelching and everything was i then had to go back through the car park full of the helium balloon people and the doctor and the swans and the, did the man with the labrador they, look and go yeah i know how you feel it's a bugger for getting in the water <laughs> as mental as they all looked the, they turned around and they looked at me and and i found that Somehow I was the strangest person in this fucking car park. And yeah. then because the child's wellies were full of water, like I had to strip him off. And like you're trying to strip off the child in the rain, which makes no sense. But I was like, you're not getting in my car. Like that. But his wellies got stuck on his feet because they were full of water and it created like a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost, almost at the point of needing to actually call for one of the doctors to come and assist <laughs> with the cut him out. <laughs> cut him out of his wellies. And I just... I, I put him in the car and I, I just went home as I have done so many times with my child. I went home and I decided not to think about it anymore. And I ordered a pizza from the chip shop and I went home and we ate that. I just have to part. I left it at the lake until yeah, just now. Move on. You have to just forget about it. So my child, my child is, is the wanker of the week for his aquatic nonsense. <laughs> like why? What? Why? Anyway, so it's again, I mean, typically I don't have a good wanker of the weeks, but it was just like, I quite like the fact that we ended up being the most ridiculous people in the car park. Just so do I. Wonderland. I love that, that they've gone the home and been like, and then you'll never guess you what. believe what we, yeah. Like, and if that's not a metaphor for my life. And then she had to try and get the wellies off him. And that was the next thing. Like, we were nearly going to go and help her. <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But we didn't want to help because we were enjoying watching her too much. <laughs> It was ridiculous. And as I said, that is just the perfect metaphor for my life with children, with horses, married. It's just a metaphor for my life. I'm still always, no matter what I do, the weirdest person in the car park. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a really good place to kind of sum that episode up, isn't it? It's like, yeah, that's just how it is. You're always probably yeah. going to be the sort of person where people look at you and like, mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, that. Um, we have... A wanker of the week from Stacy Brew, who is from New Zealand. And actually, Krista, she says you're awesome. She says she's never met someone so positive and so glass half full and who also uses the word motherfucker so often. So that's nice Me. to know. Like <laughs> an optimistic agricultural Samuel L. <laughs> um, so she says... For the wanker of the week, she is unsure who is the diagnosed wanker here, herself for her diva tendencies or her long-suffering partner for enabling such behaviour. So I'm going to condense this because we have waffled on quite a lot and um, I appreciate you have lives that you probably want to be getting on to. So um, her and her partner bought their own um, property with land and they couldn't afford to get an arena done. And so... For the next three years, every weekend, they would load their pickup with base, sand, wood, whatever they needed, and they built an arena by hand, which is fucking epic, like, incredible. Amazing. Like I said, it's it's like an afterlife punishment, really. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like your man pushing that stone up the hill. Yeah. 
this raw back down. Like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm being very uncultured here by having no clue what I'm talking about. But isn't it? No, I that know like the mean. ultimate. I was going to say Pythagoras, but he's the one who had the theorem. So it's not him. Um, who is it? Oh, I do know, like somewhere in my head. It. I have to Google it now. Yeah. But yeah, it's like that, isn't it? It's like that eternal punishment. Oh, that's really annoying like that. me now. I can't I mean, who he is. I'm, I'm Googling. I'm Googling. What? That's amazing. Fair play to them. But I mean, God, are you all right? Like, So they said they measured and put the boarding down, laid the base and rolled it two metres by two metres at a time because that's how much fit in the Sisyphus. Pickup. Sorry, it's Sisyphus. That's quite similar to Pythagoras. Like, you can see where I was going with that, can't you? <laughs> Katie's unclear on how many days, how many weekends there are in a year. She's getting Sisyphus mixed up with Pythagoras. There's definitely something in that. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, they built covered yards off a design that she did on a napkin, put mirrors up that she bought secondhand from a gym, spread gravel, planted a hedge, um ruined two wheelbarrows multiple shovels got sunburned blistered and generally questioned all our life choices i mean when you say that you questioned your life choices i think for sure your husband should have questioned his life choice um you know what, what a, that's a dedicated relationship right there if i said that that's what i, I wanted my husband to help me with that he'd be like that's tell, call me when you're finished yeah he's like a unicorn isn't yeah. he i wonder if he's got multicolored mane yeah. she should get him some <laughs> And some glittery hoof oil. Um, She's attached photos. Um, I'll send them to you. You can put them on our social. It is absolutely incredible what she's done. Like, seriously, genuinely is. Um, But the wanker bit is, so this poor fella has, you know, barrow by barrow built her an arena. And she rode on it. And, um, oh, right, no, that's it. Hang on. So... She said, we built the arena so it could be ridden on straight away. So we laid the base and sand and then moved on. And every week she got a metre or so more. Um, And (laughs) after 40 metres, I couldn't hide it anymore. Poor Oliver could tell something was up. Um, it wasn't riding well. And the sand... <laughs> say this, this something up. He's like, you've just had me build you a sand arena by hand. It's taken three years. There's definitely something up with one of you anyway. <laughs> and her technical problem, no, her technical um, description of what was wrong is the sand was too movie. You can just fucking okay. see him, can't you? So I have moved fucking... 40 meters of sand <laughs> a beach a basic beach in a yeah. pickup truck and by barrow and at this point you are telling me now your sand is a little bit too movie i feel like she is <laughs> fucking lucky that he didn't move himself out but anyway <laughs> movieing on out yeah <laughs> the horses weren't happy oh and if the horses aren't happy never mind if oliver's happy or not the horses aren't happy no one's happy Screw uh, it's not it's not about him there is only one option it needed a layer of lime fines underneath the sand so they lifted all the sand by hand with a shovel and wheelbarrow Jesus laid Christ. lime fines rolled leveled and laid the sand back down as you Tell can imagine okay this time poor oliver questioned many times why he shacked up with a horse girl by girl standards, I'm uh-huh. low maintenance. I mean, at this point, there is no... But you're not, though. He's yeah. moved to beach. I'm sorry. You're, <laughs> you're amazing. And I really admire you, but you cannot claim to be low maintenance. I'm sorry. 
I agree with Krista. I am so impressed by your epic setup. I've seen the pictures. Honest yeah, to God, amazing. you are incredible. The fact that you've taken that on, grafted, absolutely props to you. Low maintenance, yeah. you are fucking not. That's no, the end of seriously. it. Like I'd say, I'd say if all, all of his problems came down to you being outside, I'd, Ralph Lauren <laughs> on a Saturday morning, going, uh, he'd probably he'd be delighted. He'd be like, yeah. oh God. Thank God, take my credit card. Thank God. Hundred percent. Can I just sit here and do not? Can I just sit here and do nothing? Is there like is that it? Can I? Are you go to Ralph Lauren or you go to Prada or wherever Armani, and I just sit here? That's yeah. it. Perfect. Take my take my wallet. Go for it. That's the kind of high maintenance he probably would have been alright with. But yeah. we're having to basically resurface the M twenty five different story. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just grain by grain. <laughs> That's honest to God. Yeah, That's literally. the sort of thing you would do if like he had done something evil like to you like i'm gonna make you leave me in arena and then i'm gonna make you pay just grain by grain scrape it back up i mean like oliver well, there are only so many dirty pairs of socks any girl can wash in her lifetime so i don't know maybe she's reached her quota the despair the despair that oliver must have felt when he, the sand was described as too movie poor oliver god i mean I'm sending. Again, I'm, I'm going to send equally, you a wanker of the week. I mean, and I think Oliver needs yeah. some sort of a hero of a week. He needs a hero award this time. Yeah, he needs a hero of the week award. Um, a hundred percent. I'm I'm equally in like full of admiration and also like abhorrent <laughs> that you did that to him. <laughs> That's even worse than the hot cross bun on the bollock. That is even worse than that. I know. Yeah. Little Oliver, like I'd say, I'd say Oliver like, would have been, would have gone for a ball branding. No bother. <laughs> Oliver would have been like, I've only got twenty meters left. Like, he, he will have been seeing light at the end of that tunnel, and then that ball just rolled back on his head, didn't it? Fucking yeah. whoever he was, Sisyphus. Yeah. yeah. Sisyphus. Yeah, absolutely. On the plus side, on the plus side, if she had to sort of like you know a meter at a time. I bet she's like really, really good at like voltes now. Those are six meters yeah. circles for anybody who's not stressed, are she? Um, vol- or, or also known as completely stupid two small circles for anybody who's show jumpery. Um, <laughs> waste of time. And then like, you, yeah, waste of like those are the things you do when your horse is bolting circles. <laughs> and then like what ten meters? Like, you move on to a ten meter circle. Like get good at those. Fifteen meters. Like I mean, like it's, she's probably quite good at circles now. Fairness. And squares, those fucking square pole squares. She's pretty good at those. So maybe it was all for the best, really. I think Oliver deserves to lie on that sand arena in the sunshine. Yeah. And you bring him like strawberry daiquiris or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I think he does. Yeah. Let his life be easy for a while. Good old Oliver. Bless him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're saying this like our husbands have an easy time of it with us. Like Ben will listen to this episode and go, oh, so you've got so much sympathy for Oliver and yet you fuck my life up in every way imaginable. Okay, so we are going to wrap it up there. We hope you have enjoyed the episode and we will look forward to speaking to you next time.